Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, February 11th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Nick Myers is the new Missouri Republican Party chairman. The certified accountant from Newton County says his goal is to continue winning elections for the GOP. When Missourians understand what the Republican platform and principles are, they will come out and vote for them. In just a few minutes, Myers talks with St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum about the challenges and opportunities facing the Missouri Republican Party. There is a bipartisan effort in Jefferson City to forgive some or all of the unemployment benefit overpayments during the pandemic. Some Republicans and Democrats have filed legislation to ensure Missouri residents do not have to pay the money back. About 80 percent of the funding comes from the federal government. Representative Ian Mackey, a Democrat from St. Louis, wants to see the state portion, which is about 20 percent of the funding, also forgiven. Why wouldn't we want to say to any unemployed person who did not commit fraud, who was inadvertently overpaid, to say, we got it, we messed up, it's on us? The legislation that would require Missourians to pay back the state portion is offering a payment plan with no interest. Many workers in Illinois are also being asked to pay back unemployment benefits. Those independent contractors like barbers, tutors, and freelancers received overpayments because of a state error. The Illinois Department of Employment Security says the pandemic unemployment program could help fix the problem. As Derek Cantu reports, it's designed to provide benefits to gig economy workers impacted by the pandemic. Many PUA recipients had their income levels misreported when they filed their claims, leading to numerous requests to recoup overpaid benefits. As a result, in December, the federal government allowed states to waive the ability to recoup overpayments. Kevin Lovellet of IDES explains how that process will work in Illinois. The agency is creating the request form and a questionnaire, and the agency will be reaching out to individuals with PUA overpayments and supplying them with the with this document um, and asking them if they would like to request a waiver of the overpayment um, to please fill it out and, and send it back in. Lovellet says the agency does not have the authority to administer a blanket waiver for all PUA overpayments, hence the request forms. I'm Derek Cantu. Missouri health officials are optimistic efforts to provide COVID-19 vaccines will expand soon. The head of the state's health department says Missouri is expecting a significant amount of that new Johnson & Johnson vaccine next month. Dr. Randall Williams says that only requires one shot. Some Walmart and Sam's Club locations will start providing immunizations tomorrow. Many mayors in the state have been critical of vaccination efforts so far. The Post-Dispatch reports the amount of vaccine available in the St. Louis area will increase next week. The area is expected to receive more than 33,000 doses, roughly double compared to the previous week. The St. Louis County Library is trying to fight social isolation among seniors during the pandemic. Director Kristen Sorth says the library is using federal aid to purchase nearly 1,500 tablets for older residents. She says it's part of the county's digital equity initiative. The goal is to loan tablets for a year to low-income residents 
who do not have digital access. There is easy to use video calling and tons of ways that our seniors can connect to their caregivers and family members. The tablets also come set up with Wi-Fi, email accounts, and information about COVID-19, as well as how to get signed up for a vaccine. Residents with a library card can apply through the end of the month on the county library's website. The new chairman of the Missouri Republican Party is taking the job with the GOP controlling most statewide offices and commanding majorities in the General Assembly. There are questions, though, about whether Donald Trump's departure and party infighting will lead to a more competitive political environment. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum speaks with Nick Myers about the future of the party. Being the chairman of a state political party can be complicated business, especially when that person plays a big role in raising money and keeping the peace between disparate factions. But Nick Myers says his main objective as chairman of the Missouri Republican Party is pretty simple. Well, my goal is uh, to elect Republicans. On paper, Myers' job doesn't seem too onerous. Republicans have dominated the past four Missouri election cycles thanks to the party's complete dominance in rural and exurban Missouri. Next year, the party is seeking to defend its U.S. Senate seat and defeat Democratic State Auditor Nicole Galloway. Myers, a certified public accountant from Newton County, says his party is in a good position to accomplish both of those goals. The Republican Party, uh, on the platform and in general principles, is in sync with the Missourians. And when Missourians understand what the Republican platform and principles are, they'll come out and vote for them. But there's a pretty big difference between this election cycle and the last three. Donald Trump is no longer on the ballot or in the White House. And observers in both parties agree that Trump pumped up rural and exurban turnout unlike any other political figure in modern Missouri history. And now that he's gone, some people like Scott Sifton, a former Democratic state senator who is now running for the U.S. Senate, believe Democrats have an opening. What went wrong is that we were in Missouri in 2020 with Donald Trump at the top of the ticket, period, end of discussion. Every time you win big and every time you lose big, there's a tendency to overreact. And and what I would say to Democrats across the state of Missouri is we have been here before. Sifton is one of a number of Democrats who have either announced or are thinking about running for the U.S. Senate next year. Incumbent Senator Roy Blunt has not announced whether he'll run again, but even if he does, he may face a spirited primary. The GOP auditor primary could also be crowded, and that could complicate efforts to defeat Galloway. Myers, though, says that there are some other factors at play that could help Missouri Republicans. A president's party typically does poorly during midterm elections, as was the case with Barack Obama in 2010. He's expecting a similar phenomenon with President Joe Biden in 2022. Like I say, President Trump's policies are still popular, and I think it's going to be pretty high relief to be able to see the difference between the two. So I I would expect that we'd follow the historical trend. Myers will also be keeping close tabs on congressional and state legislative redistricting. Since Republicans control the governorship and the legislature, they'll have free reign to draw the congressional map in any way they see fit. 
But there could be conflict over what to do with the 2nd Congressional District, which includes St. Louis, St. Charles, and Jefferson Counties. Some GOP lawmakers want to include most or all of Jefferson County in that district, while others like Senator Bill Igo of Weldon Spring want all of St. Charles County in a congressional district. I think there has definitely been a move to try to put all of St. Charles in the same district, and this might be the fine, this might finally be the year in which that happened. So, uh, and that makes sense because as being part of the largest stronghold in the state, you want St. Charles to have that voice if you're a Republican. Myers is also paying close attention to state legislative redistricting, which either bipartisan commissions or appellate judges are responsible for handling. He'd like to see commissions approve House and Senate maps, but Myers, who has served on these redistricting panels that are evenly divided between Republicans and Democrats, acknowledged that's challenging. It can't be a, a strictly party-line decision. You've got to have 14 of the 20, right, to get the 70 percent. The outcome of the redistricting process, as well as the ability for Republicans to stay united after next year's primary season, could be critical in whether Myers' goal of electing GOP candidates to office is accomplished. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. We will have live coverage of the second impeachment trial of former President Donald Trump today on a special stream on our website, stlpublicradio.org. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.